And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. Apologies for that cold open. What the fuck was that, JD? It's Thursday, November 30th, 2023. If anybody's still listening, thank you. I would have turned it off. I'm yeah. Skeets here in the Classic Factory, and alongside me is always Tass Mellis. More power to you for turning it off, because I'm not sure if I should be approving it or not, so I'm just not asking any questions at this point. Yeah, the man making those decisions over there. <laughs> it's magic at times. Super producer JD. Oh, that was gold. What are you talking about? What? I, I can't tell. Was it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was absolutely. It was, uh, yeah. Well, okay. I guess we'll let the stream team decide. (laughs) There's so many instrument players in there. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole thing. I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, of course. Yeah, it's one thing watching it. Imagine yeah. listening to that, firing that up in the car ride to work in oh, the morning. Oh, they'll be fine. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I okay. think it would have been better, actually, to be honest. <laughs> Just listening to yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. Because then yeah. you're like, okay, it's bad. Well, I was waiting for the at least that, that cool-looking saxophone guy. I know. Yeah. And it paid off, Oh, right? it was. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, again, shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Smash that like button and subscribe. Podcast listeners, again, if you're still here, leave us a five-star rating and review. We'd really appreciate that. I also wanted to take a second to show some love to all of you absolute sickos out there for sharing all of your tweets and your Instagram stories of no dunks in that sweet number one podcast spot on the Spotify wrapped list. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There was a lot. Yeah. Some of them were number one. Some of them not. I know. I didn't know what to do. I was sharing a lot of those, resharing a lot on IG, and I was like... Do I share the ones where we're in third place, where sure. we're in fourth place? What well, depends. Still top five. Depends on what's number one and two. I yeah, guess. that's true. Yeah, like a third place team, you can still win the championship, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot, we were number one. There was some crazy amount of, like, hours and minutes yeah. spent listening to this pod. Like, like people breaking it down, they've, like, listened to almost, like, nine days worth of shows. Mm-hmm. We did too many shows. Yeah, that's yes. what my big takeaway was. That's what I've been saying for years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's also our charm, JD. Oh, is it? Yes. yes. We're always there. We're always here. <laughs> Bye, man. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thank you. And uh, uh, it's it's really awesome to see. We, we truly mean it. Um, so keep sharing those if you haven't got to your Spotify rap there uh, already. Who was your number one? Have you done it yet? I have not. Oh, okay. I saw the, the hot click on the Spotify and I said, nah, not yet. It's not, too soon. It's in a little That's too soon. Too early. We're They're pushing be... everything up. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to be... Uh, a Walmart, a Home Depot, a Target. Let's put all our Christmas gear out in September. Yeah. Just relax. Slow down. Get we're we're fucking with time when we do this. They <laughs> yeah. don't understand it. They don't know. Um, but thanks to everybody. Uh, okay, we had two wedgies last night. Yeah, that's right. They come in bunches. We told you they would. Uh, number seven and number eight. First one. Oh, we flipped these. Okay, number eight oh, my here. Bad. This my is bad. Sabonis. Mm-hmm. Off the bounce. This yes. was a rare one. Uh, yes, technically number eight. This one, number seven. Austin Reeves earlier in the night. A deep wedgie. What the hell? <laughs> well, I, the wedgie tracker hasn't updated, so oh, I have so to we, we, we did a, a self update here. A quick update, because wedgie tracker isn't close to updating. They just think they aren't happening because they're happening at a slower rate. 
But the wedgies are so hot right now, as JD points out. Two of them. And I will say the DeMontis Sabonis one, we always talk about him. He's so unique. He's so different. That wedgie is different. The bounce into yeah. the wedgie. He yes. just missed a shot. Yeah. It was you know, half an inch long. It bounced off the back of the rim, went straight up, and got wedged. Yeah. That was a long bounce up there. So that's why it was a nice one. Really So, nice one. again, eight total. That's where we're at. Wedgie tracker. More like wedgie slacker. Mm. Okay. I said it. He's been doing it for a while. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because that's not us. But he hasn't been on top of it this year. No. It seems like I have to tweet at this uh, this fine gentleman. What's his name again? I'm drawing a blank. Ricardo. 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 Sure. It depends how you want to pronounce it. Oh, okay. Fair. Um, anyway, we're at eight. Fantastic. Guys, uh, some games on last night, mm. a lot of them of the blowout variety. So we thought instead of just your uh, basic sort of game recaps, let's have a little fun. Let's play What You Got. What You Got? What You Got? What You Got? What You Got there? I am going to present some options to uh, Tassie and to everybody joining us live and all the podcast listeners, and you got to pick which one you're going with. So, again, it was the night of blowouts mm-hmm. uh, in the NBA. There was a, there wasn't a lot of close games, but we had some surprising results, Tass. In Toronto, Scotty Barnes uh, took over in the fourth quarter. Spicy P, good game. Raptors beat Phoenix 112-105 to end the Suns' winning streak at seven. And in Sacramento... Kawhi, Harden combined for 60 points as the Clippers overcame a very big game from De'Aaron Fox to beat the Kings handedly 131-117. The question, the what you got is, more impressive win. Was it Raps over Suns or was it the Clippers over Kings? We're not going to ask everybody watching our live stream because they just want a poll. Their response is going to be, poll please. I don't care who won and who deserved to win. I think it's actually the Clippers though. Because the Raptors, yes. Mm. I've been I've been yearning for them to get to 500. That's what they are going to be. They try hard every single game they play for Darko. They will be a 500 team. They got closer last night, especially coming off that plane. Brooklyn had them landing in Toronto at 4 a.m. That yeah. must be a little tough on a back-to-back for them to go out and win. I, I do think, though, that Devin Booker got injured in this game, and that was part of it. He kind of turned that ankle, and he kept playing, but he only hit one shot after that. And he just wasn't going to the rim whatsoever. He said he didn't want to go hard to the rim after playing through it. Uh, Kevin Durant coming back from injury, although he shot pretty well. The guy just drops 30-point games, no problem. Took a lot of shots, though. He did, yeah. It It was was not all that efficient. No. Uh, But basically their seven-game winning streak was snapped, so it's okay for them. I think the other one where the Clippers went in and destroyed the Kings. That was a butt-whipping. That was first quarter to fourth quarter. And although we got a you know a hot Scotty Barnes in the fourth making those four shots, as you said, that was very impressive in that game. Uh, the Clippers just destroyed. We got a Raptor flashback. I thought Kawhi looked like Toronto Raptor in yeah, this game. Yeah, he did look good. Yeah, that monstrous 38 points, that monstrous dunk on JaVale McGee. He, he just crowned him. Um, that guy hasn't missed a game this season. What up with that? I thought he was supposed to sit out uh, every game. Uh, we talk about uh, him... Managing the load, but Harden had a great game, and I wonder about that. Harden is literally playing himself into shape, and that's not a joke. But he had, he literally hadn't been in shape in in uh, preseason, and now he's coming into it. So I just wonder if that is going to help them. But them being able to beat the Kings, it was a butt whipping again from first quarter to fourth quarter. It was a little more impressive to me than the Raps finally doing it in the fourth. Uh, I think it is the Raptors is the more impressive win uh, to play the homer card here. Uh, I know Schumann pointed out here in the stream team, what up, Shu, um, that the Raptors were at a, a rest disadvantage against the Suns, who uh, had a couple nights off. And then, like you said, Raptors fly home. They don't get into like, 4 in the morning. Yep. When they land, that means they're probably not in their place until, I don't know, 5-ish, five? going to bed, whatever. It was a weird like schedule quirk for them, and they come out and beat and snap the Suns' winning streak, whereas the Clippers, yeah, they had a bit of a rest advantage against the Kings, and, you know, the Kings definitely had a letdown game after their emotional IST win yeah. against the, the Warriors, you know, their arch nemesis. But uh, all that to say, Raptors, that's what we want to see from you. That was the effort. Really is what I'm getting at. Like defensively, like making it difficult for these superstar scorers in Booker and KD. Obviously, Scotty Barnes taking over. Spicy P, I thought was great all game. And I just was wondering where the hell was this team against the Nets the other night in the mm-hmm. IST? I mean, it just it was if they're just night and day, a little Jekyll and Hyde. Mm-hmm. And if they can consistently play that hard, 
Then they're a tough out. Dennis Schroeder was a huge clutch basket in this Suns game too. Um, you know, got the mismatch, got Nurk on him, really just ISOed on him, used all the shot clock, and then snuck around a little layup in. He didn't have a great shooting game, Schroeder, but got the one that counted. And he's really taking care of the ball. That's really impressive. I think he has 21 assists to zero turnovers over his last two games. So really good point guard play. But I'll go that one, though I love all your reasonings there. Kawhi looked like the old Kawhi, and... Harden is getting it going here. This was a really good team win for L.A. Yeah. against Sacramento. And Schroeder tried at the beginning uh, against Booker, but it was the switch to OG Ananobi who was guarding Booker and blocked him that one time. Yep. That was really impressive. OG giving it. And then Scotty Barnes in that fourth quarter, making four shots in that fourth yep. uh, was big. He went at Booker once, and then that athletic move where he did went to a spin and got it up on the rim and missed. But he got his offensive rebound. He was the most athletic freak out there, and that's what people wanted from Scotty Barnes when they drafted him. Listen, this team is going to be 500, and that's great. That's a huge win for this team. If they can get to 500, they're 9-10 and 10 this season. They play hard uh, for Darko, and I think he said that Scotty Barnes is a winner after this game with how hard he played yeah. uh, in this one. So I like the effort as well from the Raps. Man, the people really wanted a poll, man. They yeah, wanted still it. Still talking? No, we're moving on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, what was the more impressive win? You tell us. Was it the Raptors over the Suns, or was it the Clippers over the Kings? Let's go to the Orlando Magic, though. Franz Wagner scored a season high 31 points as the Magic rolled to their eighth straight victory, 139-120 over the Zards. The Magic's win streak, one short of the franchise record, set in 1994. But. In Memphis, Jaron Jackson Jr. had 20 points, 6 blocks, and the Grizzlies defeated the Jazz, 105-91. Forget this. Their first home win of the season. Really 20 games in here. I know they haven't helped played all of those at home, but still. The streamers finally fell on Lang Whitaker. So, wilder fact here, Tass. Magic winning 8 straight, or the Grizzlies winning their first home game last night. What you got? It's the Grizzlies, surprisingly, because we talk about the Orlando Magic and how good they look Basically every single show on this one. We talked about them Monday in depth. We talked about them in our beach stepping on Wednesday. We talked about them before we went and had turkey on Wednesday. Lots of talk about how solid this team comes out and plays hard for Jamal Mosley and how they have a defensive mentality and identity. But that's why I'm not giving it to them. They gave up a lot of points to Washington. As Kyle Kuzma said after this game, he told The Athletic, we couldn't stop a stop sign, so the Magic scored 139. But they gave up you know, 120 points uh, to this uh, Washington Wizards team. So I'm going with uh, – we'll talk about the Magic even more on this show. It doesn't go a show without us talking about them. But on the Grizzlies side, they've had so many major injuries. Bismack Biombo is there. They just they just grabbed him because we need somebody. Steven Adams is out. Brandon Clark is out. They went and got uh, Powell because they need somebody for Marcus Banks who's out. Everybody's out for this Grizzlies team. And I thought their rotation, unlike what the Magic did defensively, their rotation was just so good defensively in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I kind of like how uh, the Grizzlies decided – Nah, we're not going to play Jacob Gilliard. We're not going to play Kenny Lofton. We're not going to play John Conchar. All those guys were out because everybody else played hard in this game. Uh, even though they didn't shoot all that well from three, the Jazz actually shot better from three. It was Triple J and Desmond Bain. They shot three of 14 combined from three-point lens. So you think, oh, no, nah, we're not good enough. But the rotation players got it done. Derrick Rose starting for this in this game. You, you mentioned that Schroeder line about assists to turnovers. I thought Derrick Rose did an incredible job setting up guys. Yes, he plays for this Memphis Grizzlies team. He's supposed to come off the bench when John Moran eventually returns. He had nine assists and one turnover, seven of eight from two. He was just making things happen uh, for their lineup. And I guess we can talk about the Grizzlies now uh, uh, and the Magic because well, it's the, the Gri- Magic. The Grizzlies is probably the correct answer here because I think that probably surprised a lot of people. Yeah. I know a lot of people know Memphis has struggled this year and have one of the sort of one of the worst records in the Western Conference. And no John Morant, a lot of injuries and all that. But their first home win. I mean, this is the this is a place where like we've we've made the drive to Memphis. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome arena. It's mm-hmm. like that's where you think they'd pick up an odd win or two. So they finally got it done. So that's probably the answer. But yeah, the Magic Man, eight straight quality wins over this win streak too. Now look, it started with the Bulls. Took care of business. Two against them on the road. Then they beat the Pacers, obviously a very talented team. Then they beat the Raptors, who we just talked about. Can be a solid team on uh, any given night, especially defensively. They put 126 on their head. That was uh, one of their in-season tournament games. Then they beat the Nuggets. 
Then they beat the Celtics. And then they're still taking care of these sort of, uh, you know, lesser teams in the Hornets and the Wizards. I think they're going to set their record here for all-time win streak, though. They play the Wizards again. Yes, they are. <laughs> At home. Yeah. I mean, that That's should their next game. be a W. Yes, it should. That gets you to uh, nine, and then they go on the road for the Nets-Cavs. Is that where it will end, or can they keep this going? Because the vibes are amazing around this team. I know we're going to get to some plays there from that game last night and their entire season, but uh, they're, they're, they're obviously locked in defensively. They get out on the break. You know, they're throwing insane lobs to each other and just having a blast. And then you're led by, they have enough scoring, as we talked about, in Franz. He goes off last night. Obviously, Paolo is their sort of star. He'll be their very likely all-star, I think, uh, this season. And then everybody else contributing, like Cole Anthony. He's going to be in the running for sixth man of the year. We might do some award talk on tomorrow's Drop Podcast. But, um, yeah, eight straight. It's no joke. And, and like I said, when I went through that list there, some quality wins. It's not all bad teams. Yeah, and, and I will say... We know that the Orlando Magic are going to show up with defense every single night. We just wonder if they're going to get enough offense from the rotation to be a team that can win in the playoffs, to win a playoff series. And Franz Wagner is the guy that I've always questioned. I've always wondered how great can he be. Back-to-back 30-point nights for him for the first time this season. He's starting to look like himself Mm -hmm. uh, pretty regularly. He just looks like Franz. Franz is a very, very good player. And it's all starting to come together, even offensively, even offensively. So I wonder in the Eastern Conference, you know, the the goal, yes, of course, make the playoffs, be one of those yeah, top get six. some reps, yeah. But win a playoff series if they get there. I think that's what we'll all be talking about. That you know, we're, we'll be debating: can they win a playoff series? Who are we picking in this first round playoff series? I right, think. right. I mean, it has you okay. Some similarities to the Cavs last year, obviously in a sort of an elite defensive team. You yeah. know, getting into the postseason, having home court advantage, mm-hmm. ultimately lose mm-hmm. to to the Knicks. There, um, you know, they they sort of have them figured out. They killed them on the glass. You know, took care of their bigs. But you know, defensively, the Magic are getting it done. But will they be in that position? Is what I'm getting at here. Will they? Could they be a four or or fifth seed? They're even higher right now. Yeah. How long can they sustain this? But man, they are fun to watch right now, and it's cool that Orlando fans have something to cheer about again because it's been a while, really. It's been a long time. We were talking about the Pistons last yesterday, yeah. and it's been you know nearly what, 14 years since they won a playoff game, or 15 years since yeah. they won a playoff game. Uh, it's similar to the Magic. They've been yeah. waiting for this for so long. It's been like a decade uh, that they've been trying to build and build and build and build, and you see them up against the Wizards, who are supposed to be trying to build, uh, and the Magic have just you know laid each brick, and they are playing for Jamal Mosley. They're playing ridiculously hard. Uh, so I did two things this morning. One, okay. I cursed up a storm because uh, my car battery is dead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jumped it yesterday. Brought it back to life. <laughs> Debated, do I drive to AutoZone? You know, do the old test. Maybe get a new battery anyway. Or let it ride, you know? <laughs> well, I let it ride, and then it was dead again this morning. Uh-huh. So uh, that wasn't fun. But you know what else I did? I watched a 15-minute clip of the best moments from the Orlando Magic's eight-game win streak. Real sicko stuff, and uh, I was inspired to do this task because last night we get the highlight where Cole Anthony and Jalen Suggs, they semi-reenacted the infamous LeBron D. Wade play from 2010. So here it is. We're showing everybody on YouTube. We've got Suggs throwing out his arms as he chucks the oop up to Cole Anthony who punches it home. You've seen the split screen by now. <laughs> Not bad, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty funny. Um, but I want to put it up against another play from this magic win streak. And it's another oop. Uh, it was started on the defensive end by Suggs, but then it's Franz Wagner throwing an oop to Cole Anthony who catches it one hand, puts a second one on it, sort of gets it almost past Derek White there. Big play. It's against Boston. Big yeah. IST win. Um, so what you got, Tess? What you got? Best moment during the Magic win streak, these two oops. Last night's Suggs to Cole or that one in the Celtics game, Franz to Cole. What you got? That's a very difficult question. I think I'm going to go with you watching the 15-minute clip at AutoZone. Was no! it at AutoZone? Oh, that would have been spectacular. No. You jumping up while in the lobby at AutoZone. I was watching it. I was waiting for my Uber. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. <laughs> no, it's but not no, bad. I wouldn't pick your moment. I would pick... I think I'm going with the first one because I mentioned it on Monday show after watching it on Sunday against the Boston Celtics and watching what that team does, especially with Franz leading the way, setting it up for Cole Anthony. Because really what's happened with the second one is that this happened 
uh, on Sunday, and then Cole Anthony just learned, oh, you know what? I threw down that first one, but I didn't do the heat impression, so I'm going to do it this time. <laughs> so I think he's... What, well, Suggs the is the one really doing the heat impression. Oh, yeah, that's with true. The, with the arms, with the Wade arms. That's my bad. Which everybody yeah, thinks that was a, a Wade to LeBron alley-oop. It was not. Which it wasn't. Yeah. It was really weird. Rumors. So many still rumors. still blows my mind that it wasn't, but uh, yeah, great. Great Suggs uh, celebration there. Listen, this is a definition of what the Orlando Magic are. They play hard beyond the three-point line defensively, and then they start running. And yeah. so both are spectacular. Both are so similar in terms of how they're playing defensively. But the one that's going to make all the headlines is Suggs. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Because of the comparison. Because of the comparison, because of the redo, because Suggs – Loves to be on the camera. He's great at it, and I love watching him for it. He brings that intensity. He yells at people. He talks to the ref. He talks to Gucci Mane, referee. Uh, he talks to everybody and gets everybody in Orlando cheering. So Sucks is the more, yeah, just the, the guy you want to get behind, the guy you want to notice, the guy you want to see. I uh, recommend you fire up that 15-minute uh, clip and watch these magic highlights from this win streak. There's a lot of great passing. A lot of beauty backdoor cuts mm-hmm. uh, for layups and dunks. A lot of oops. Paolo had a huge dunk on, uh, I believe it was Jalen Smith of the Pacers. He put him in the rim. Uh, but these two oops I thought were the best. But let's hear. I think most people are going to go with last night's because of Sugg celebrating the way he did. But Cole Anthony, man, that guy can get up. Yeah. He's a little guy. He skies. and he. I love how hard he dunks. Yeah. And it uh, looks cool. I wanted him to win the dunk contest when he was in there, but yeah. he was in Timberlands. <laughs> he had the Tims on. In the Tims with boots. Come on. I mean, that ain't right. It, it's sort. Uh, it's sort of. It was a funny dunk contest moment. He threw down a windmill in the Tims, right? Holy shit! I mean, it, that's the thing. It was like, okay, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. But that that was a really bad dunk contest. Yeah, that was bad. Yes. Yeah, that was yes, overall. Was. We have forgotten about that one. Okay. Uh, final one here. Some box scores. Uh, Zion Williamson took advantage of uh, no Joel Embiid. He punished the Sixers, scored 33 points, Zion did, finished 11 of 12 from the field, and 11 of 12 at the line, added eight boards, six dimes, three steals. We also had the Joker messing around, getting a triple-double against the Rockets, 32 points, 15 assists, and 10 boards. And then one more wild-card addition here, Tass, for you. D'Angelo Russell mm-hmm. scored a season-high 35 points on 17 shots, nine assists, four boards in the blowout victory over the Pistones. So, best box score, Zion? Jokic or D'Angelo Russell, uh, what you got? I'm going with D'Angelo Russell. Oh, you would. I I watched this live, and I was so puzzled. I thought, how can this be happening? This is a franchise record high 15th straight loss for the Detroit Pistons. This has never happened in Detroit Pistons history. And to watch D'Angelo Russell continue to do what he did way back when he was a Los Angeles Laker, this is what felt like... Rookie, second year, third year, D'Angelo Russell. He just felt so confident. 35 points on 76% shooting. He couldn't be stopped. It was kind of like old school D'Angelo Russell. First couple against Asar Thompson. Then he just got so, so confident. He danced on every defender. He hit a three-point shot. There was a foul underneath. And then he kind of jogged to the other baseline as, you know, the, 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 the stop was going on underneath the rim. To see that. To see that old D'Angelo Russell confident against everybody, all those Lakers were ridiculously confident against young Detroit Pistons. Right. I That's w- the knock against picking D'Angelo Russell, I yeah. guess. Yes, I like everybody. It was against the Detroit Pistons. But I, was, I watched him against Asar Thompson to start, who's yeah, a solid true. defender. But then he did it against everybody, and LeBron was dancing on people. Anthony Davis was dancing on people. But for that, I go D'Angelo Russell, and that's why I wrote a quick poem for the Detroit Pistons Whoa. because I, I felt bad watching them. Um, wow. So I have I have something to say to each guy. <laughs> okay. Asar, you're a star. You keep going. Cade, those wins are cunning. Ham. Mr. Hayes, I want your singing. Mr. Hayes. What? You sing. You sing for him. Sing what? Oh, I thought, you, I thought you'd be... Um, I thought you'd be ready. Killian. Oh... Uh- <laughs> I thought you'd be right. If you don't watch that, it's okay. Boy, uh, you be Killian. You, you be Killian. Killian. There you go. <laughs> Isaiah. Isaiah. <laughs> no, that was good. I mean, it would be good if it happened. Anyway, Isaiah, Isaiah this. Keep your head up. Your game is stew art.
Oh, stupendous! I thought you were gonna say. Oh no, his name's Stuart. <laughs> I've, been, I've said every last person. <laughs> <I know. laughs> like a, this is like a pep talk poem. Is what's happening uh, here? Sort of. You're I mean, like you're being you're giving them confidence. I'm putting my arm around them. Yeah. Saying things are going to be all right. Okay, okay. Yeah, Asar, you're a star. I could have said that better. Asar, you're a no, star. that was a really good one. Yeah, like anyways. That. Like the... Last one. Yeah. Like the ivy wrapping around a branch, you are so powerful, Jay. Dan, you are poisonous. Yeah, you can do it all. Yeah, that was a weird one. Anyway. Okay. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you were doing watching the game. Yeah, because they got blown out. I had nothing to do. I'm trying to be creative. They were getting fair, spanked. Fair. They were getting run down their throats. They had won 13 straight games in this young team. This young team is so young. They've got by far the youngest starting five, 21 and a half, playing right now. And the Lakers just demolished them. Yeah, yeah. LeBron didn't have to play in the fourth quarter of a game in Detroit. They should be playing harder. They should be playing better. Actually, boy, you be Killian was okay off the bench. Uh, they, they, just, they just struggle out there. It's it's hard. It's hard watching this team. I th- <laughs> after all that, I think I would make a case still for Jokic. Yeah. Uh with that triple double, 30 point triple double, zero turnovers. Statitude says that's the third time that he's done that and it's the most such games since the NBA even started tracking uh mm-hmm. turnovers in like 78. Um so that's pretty wild. This guy has Three 30-point triple-doubles and zero turnovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's nuts. But Zion, uh, my question with that was, yeah. I was seeing last night that he had a perfect game. He had to, he had pitched the perfect game from the field. He was 11 for 11. And then suddenly it was 11 for 12. Was there a tip or something? I, I, I didn't really do a deep dive on that. But it, it suddenly changed. Still a monster game from him. In a really impressive uh, Pelicans win. CJ McCollum back. Trey Murphy the third right around the corner. This team could get it going here, and that was an, an awesome game from him. Yeah. The reason I didn't go with him is because it looked like he was playing against a college team because he was way bigger than the 76ers with Joel Embiid Yeah, out. no Embiid, yeah. No Embiid. So he was going up against Marcus Morris, it, just taking everybody to the rim. He had 11 makes. 10 makes were within the restricted area. That's where he made every yeah, shot. Zion. Within feet, yeah, just going hard to the rim and being able to score and one shot made just outside it. So that was an incredible, incredible performance. Um, and Nikola Jokic, that team has lost two games to the Rockets. Mm-hmm. And so they wanted to turn it on. Jamal Murray, his first game back in 25 days or whatever it is, yeah, he felt like he needed to to destroy Al Shengun. Alperin Shengun calls Jokic his idol, and uh, he's been playing great against them. So Jokic coming out um, with, with the trip dub, that was impressive Zion was impressive I loved about Zion is that he got to the free throw line and he hit his free throws I would have to do a a deep dive on this but 11 for 12 for Zion at the line that's maybe the best he's ever shot Mm -hmm. in an NBA game he is not like a you know an incredible free throw shooter he's like he's like a 65 percent free throw shooter so that's really really good Mm -hmm. um and obviously to go along with not missing in the paint there and just working in there with no Embiid. and i love the you know the boards and the sis he had three steals too and he was a positive player so i guess i'm getting to ultimately picking zion in what you got that's what i'm gonna do that's a good one it's a good one uh it's they're all immaculate. I didn't want to pick Zion because he took 12 free throws. Come on, I just want buckets. I just, but it was still great. Also great, everybody calling me cringe for my uh, my poetry. <laughs> what? I love the stream team coming through. You want some more stream team? Oh. I got some. Marvin, that Bagley is full of tricks. <laughs> Isaiah, no drinking. Take care of that livers. Yeah, okay. Very important. Uh, Kevin, it's the hard knocks life for this team. But you'll get there, my friend. As will I. But watching that, remember LeBron and Isaiah Stewart way back when, when they, LeBron hit Isaiah Stewart mm-hmm. sort of by accident, wasn't it an accident? And then Isaiah Stewart uh, you know, kept that thing going for minutes and minutes where he's oh, basically he was, trying to start a fight. Get at him, get at him. LeBron and Isaiah Stewart hit each other a couple times last night, but they just played basketball. And I thought, okay, the Pistons are alive. They are going to fight. But it's a, it's miraculous how little... They do. <laughs> well, Monty Williams is starting to call them out now. That's good. There's a couple of games I feel in a row now that he's like in his post-game press conferences questioning the effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're starting to see that. Yeah. They, they weren't getting to the line. They had three free throws at halftime, and this was this was a bloat. How can you have three free yeah. throws when you are far younger than your opponents? Right, right, you just, right. You should be going hard to the room. You should be dunking. If not, 
uh, take some three-point shots that you can – they shoot the fewest threes in the NBA. So it well, is that's the issue. They can't shoot at all. They cannot shoot, and they got to play harder defensively. It was, it was an embarrassment last night. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to count down the top seven sophomores from this NBA season. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. All right, still here in the Classic Factory. I apologize for uh, not being ready there with the boy you'd be killing. No, no, you probably thought I was going a little heavier on the poem, I imagine, than being ready early in the poem. You know what it was? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It was was like you were focusing on Hayes. And I was hearing Hayes, and I'm thinking like... Isaac Hayes? What Isaac Hayes yeah. song does he want me to sing? So I, I, I really caught up in that. Yeah, I, I, I skipped the Killian part. Yeah, yeah, maybe I should have gone with that. I just didn't want to give it away. That give it we're... away, give it away, give it away. Yes. So I'm ready now. Oh, Anything this guy's say. ready. Yeah, yeah. I'm tuned up. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's get into something fun here. Uh, there was a tweet I saw yesterday from at Slam Online. Very simple tweet with a bunch of guys' photos on it, and it was asking, uh, who's your favorite sophomore? So, you know, you see some of the names there. A lot of these I'm going to go through, so I will not say them all for the podcast listener, but, you know, it almost looks like a yearbook shot. Mm. It's like, hey, favorite sophomore, who do you like? And I was like, hmm, who's been the best sophomore this season? You know, we always talk about the rookies. I mean, it's always Wemby, Chet, and, and, the, and the rookie race. Hawkes Jr., is he in third? I saw Reddick say he is. I loved it. But um, I thought it'd be fun to look at the top sophomores. So we're working with the 2022 yeah. NBA draft class. We're obviously omitting Chet Holmgren, taken in that draft, but you know, officially a rookie because he didn't play last year. Yes, who would be number one, I'm sure, here. Yes, exactly. Ooh, Ooh, yeah, I forgot be about very, very close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be very close. But point is, we're not talking Chet. We're talking about the uh, actual guys in their second year of the NBA. I really did try to focus on this season, right? Like who's playing the best and contributing to their team's success through the first 15 to 20 games. So I'm not like, I'm not really taking into consideration as much their rookie season or what they did in the playoffs Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I got a top seven list for you. All right. Top seven sophomores. We start at number seven. That makes sense. I know you were in the dock this morning. You probably see me. You probably saw me change this name like twelve times. Mm-hmm. I did not know who to put at number seven. I think you had this name in yesterday, and then you took it out and you said I took it out and I rotated in like literally ten names. Okay, so yeah. I had Keegan Murray here in this spot, Ooh. but he can't shoot right now. He's struggling okay? this year. I had Shaden Sharp in this spot. His mm. stats feel a little empty on a team that poor, and I love him. And he's going to be a star. I believe that. But I took him out. I had I had one of the big guys in here, like a Walker Kessler or a Jalen Duran. They uh, have played a lot of less games than most of these guys, so I took them out. I had Jeremy Sohan here. Oh, yeah. He's been pressed into a tough role. Uh, so but, I con- but he's playing well. He's enough. playing okay. I had, I had um, a teammate, Andrew Nemhard, in here. Mm, can't but, you? But I, bet, I went with Benedict Matherin for the number seven slot here. He's averaging 13-4-2, okay? It's not going to wow you. Some of these guys' stats are not going to blow you away here. But Matherin started the first 12 games of the season. He's now moved into a bench role. It's really helped his efficiency a bit. And he's, you know, he's he's contributing to a winning team there in, in Indiana. You know, we were high on Matherin at the start of last year. He was, like, leading the Rookie of the Year race when he couldn't miss. And he was such a scoring machine. But he's still really good. He plays his role. He's, you know, getting a little more comfortable in that, like I said, coming back off the bench. So I put Matherin here over a lot of those other guys I just mentioned. But 
I won't be upset if you've got one of them that I just went through in this slot. Yeah, I probably would have put Sohan there because okay. Benedict Matherin has been great to start the season when he was starting, and then that fell off, and then he went back to the bench like he did last year for mo- for most of the season, and then got better. So that's just kind of – it's weirded me out why Rick Carlisle has done that because he's trying to find probably a little bit more defense in his starting lineup yeah, yeah. Uh, and because this Indiana team doesn't stop anybody. So really, yeah, he hasn't improved from his uh, first-year numbers, but he's still good. He's still a good player. Number six on my list, Dyson Daniels. I love the vacuum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know his brother's name is Dash? No. Apparently he's a good prospect. I think he's a really young kid, but apparently he's going to make the league. Dash D- Daniels. F- Dash and Dyson Daniels. He must be fast. Pretty cool. Yeah, I hope D-A-S-H? So. I think so. Hmm. Yeah. Just a dash of, dash of speed from this kid. I think um, we can make a, a reindeer short out of that. <laughs> Tass is already writing the poems. Um, so Dyson Daniels. Okay, again, his numbers are not going to blow you away. I get that. He's averaging basically 8, 5, and 4. But he's on this list because yes. the Aussie plays some defense. Off ball, this guy, very disruptive. He is clogging passing lanes, driving lanes. He's very, very active. He leads all sophomores in steals at 1.6 per game. Dyson Daniels needs to add more offense. He needs to add some shooting and, you know, a, you know, a little more consistency on that end. True. But he's only 20. I think that could come, and I think he'll get there. And he is a winning player. He's you know fairly high in the win shares when you're looking at the sophomores. He he was slotted in as a starter there, you know, replacing some of the injured guys on the Pelicans. So I I wanted Dyson Daniels on here. Are you upset with that? No, I love Dyson Daniels. Okay. Watching him and the reason why he's got you know so many starts this season is because the Pelicans. We just talked about CJ McCollum coming yeah. back. They have so many injuries and now Alvarado, etc. Mm-hmm. But he's filled in. Uh, but his three point shot, yeah, is a little yeah. bit lacking. Yeah, he can't. He can't shoot. It's got to happen in the off season. Just learn. He's got the D down in the 3 and D. Yes. He does not have the 3 down. But uh, I wanted to include him here. Number five on my top seven sophomores, Christian Brown. Interesting. We haven't talked about him a lot this year. He ranks fifth amongst all sophomores when it comes to win shares. So he is helping, obviously, Denver. He leads the sophomores in three-point percentage when you're looking at people that have played enough and shot enough. Um, so he's a 40% three-point shooter. I think he can actually still shoot more uh, because he's a pretty good shooter. He averages 9-4-2. and two. He only plays 20 minutes per game. Of all these guys, I think he plays the, the fewest amount of minutes, but knows his role. He's obviously a winner. He, you know, I, I said I wasn't including what he did last year's postseason, and I'm not because he's still, he's still that guy. He's just a good basketball player. Um, he's never going to be a star. I don't think, but he's going to play on a lot of winning teams because he, he plays hard, he plays a role, and like I said, he can shoot. So I got Brown in here. Yeah, coming off the, the Nuggets bench, a lot of people wondering, well, they lost Bruce Brown, they lost Jeff Green. Where is their Nuggets, or where is their bench offense going to come from? Christian Brown is solid. Reggie Jackson looks really great, and he'll be coming off the bench You know when... And Jamal is back, when, too. Yeah, and Jamal is back. And there's Peyton Watson and Julia, Julian Strother. I think they have enough with Zeke Naji. They have enough coming off the bench. And Christian Brown, even though his numbers aren't spectacularly better, aren't crazy no, great, no. He's, this is his role. They have roles in Denver, and he's he's fitting it. At number four, I really debated which big man to slot in here. Um, I ultimately decided with Hornet center Mark Williams over Kessler and over Jalen Duran. Two major factors why. Mark Williams has played significantly more minutes than those two, you know, through about 20 games here, you know, maybe five or six games more. He's got the minutes, like I said, total minutes. And the other factor, Mark Williams has been freaking awesome. Yeah. Really, really good. He leads all second year players in win shares by a lot. He's averaging 13 and 10. He shoots 67% from the field. He chips in nearly a block and a steal per game. And he is a terror on the offensive glass. He is third in the league, Tass, mm-hmm. when it comes to total offensive rebounds. I think he's behind Mitchell Robinson and Clint Capella. Mark Williams, you know, obviously now getting a bit of an opportunity there on the Hornets. And again, you know, Kessler and Jalen Duran missed time because of injury. So I went with Mark Williams. I think he's deserving to be on a on a top seven sophomore list. Yeah, he has been solid. I think you can rely on him more than you can. Jalen Duran, Walker Kessler, so far this season because of injury, as you said. And yeah. the Walker Kessler scenario is 
It's very interesting because they have Larry Markin and they have John Collins. Mark Kessler comes off the bench at times. Yeah. That's a very interesting big man rotation there. They got to make a move, I assume, by February, but we shall see. I, I do think, you know, if I were to do this exercise in two months, three months, I, I think Kessler will be on the list. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be back into more yeah. of a role there. Didn't he have like six blocks, I think, even last night? That's what he like, does. Yeah, he'll, he'll start, you know, sort of. Uh, Rounding into uh, shape here, so I think uh, I think he'll be on the list. But Averaging right two now, and a half start of blocks a season, that's a big number for Walker okay, Kessler. Wow, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, top three. This was uh, actually pretty easy. Number three, Jabari Smith Jr. with the Rockets. Yeah, it's getting easier now. These guys are. Yeah, three, two, one was not hard. Um, Smith is just super steady. He averages thirteen and eight. He shoots and hits the three ball at a decent clip. He's contributing, which is nice, to winning Rockets basketball, at least when they're at home. Uh, they can't win on the road still. Uh, and he has nearly a 60% true shooting percentage. Jabari Smith Jr., I feel like here's another guy we don't talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. He's sort of gone under the radar. It's been a lot of when we're talking about the Rockets. Shengun looking amazing. You know, Jalen Green has his games and his moments. And then these new guys that have come in here in Brooks, in Van Vliet, in Jeff Green that have like contributed to them getting some wins. But he's been really, like I just went through, Steady. Um, again, not going to wow you. Uh, he's not making an all-star team this year or anything, but I think he's number three. I think it's a great pick, even though yeah, when you talk about the Rockets, you're talking about the guys who produce a little bit more or the big-name acquisitions during free agency in Van Vliet and, and Dylan Brooks. But this guy can play, and it's not just a decent percentage of the three-point line. It's above average. Yeah. You know, it's what 30, is it, 37? 37. The yeah. guy can shoot it every time he touches the ball. He was a great shooter last year when he made those wild game winners. This guy can play. This is a solid team. And, yes, we, we don't talk about the Rockets and each one of their top five guys enough. Maybe because we sort of underestimate how good they are. They are a really good team. Even though they're just 500 and they've lost some games on the road, they've been in every game on the road. They have been tough uh, performances. And this guy is going to be in the league for a long time. He's so good as a, as a rook last year, and he, he looks even better now. At number two, J-Dub, Jalen Williams with OKC. He's a future NBA champion. You know it, and I know it. Uh, mm-hmm. So he missed a few games last week. Um, and then he returned. He put up a stinker in that return against the Wolves on Tuesday night. But his first 13 games, he averaged 17.5 points per game, four boards, four assists, shooting splits of 51 from the floor, 37 from three, 88% at the line. You know, he gets at it on the defensive end. He's like uh, among their best defensive unit uh, that they can really put out a, a, a scary squad out there, OKC. And, and he's a no-brainer to have number two on this list. And, you know, would have been maybe even interesting if the Magic weren't on an eight-game win streak and he didn't get injured. Then we would be debating between one and two, but he um, comfortably slots into second on my top sophomore list. I think you can look at this team and say, okay, Shea's obviously their best player. Chet kind of sliding into their second best yeah, player, yeah. How, depending how you look at it. But Jalen Williams is right up there as well. This team is stacked uh, to be able to to score the way he does off the bounce. He's got incredible handle and – as you said, he is a great shooter, although it hasn't been happening from three-point land. I think you can just rely on this guy a yeah. ton. Like you said, championship, sure. If he is your third best player moving forward in this league, you are feeling really good, I think, about your team. Yeah, you know, that's and fair. And, to, uh, and still being really young. Uh, but at number one, it's Paolo Bancaro of the Magic, the Red Hot Magic. He leads all sophomores in scoring, 19.1 points per game. He throws in six boards, five assists, a steal. He's shooting nearly 44% from deep. That caught me by surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good. And he has all these numbers despite getting off to a very slow start in October. His first four games where we were like, is he okay? What's going on here? Uh, he's been amazing in the month of November. He won a player of the week recently. And he is – it's starting to feel like he's uh, well on his way to his first all-star selection here mm-hmm. and the first all-star selection from this sophomore bunch. Yes. Um, I would expect, I mean, especially if they have a winning record, it, I, it's it's him or Franz, and I think it's Paolo getting that selection, if there's only one Orlando Magic player. So Paolo number one, and I can't, I can't imagine you're surprised by this. No, and the fact that he's playing on a better team, I think, helps his efficiency levels. Uh, he, he's shooting less than he was last year. He's scoring uh, a tiny bit less, but he's been more efficient. He can, he can just let it 
rip from three-point land. To shoot over 40%, he's shooting 43% I know. from three-point land. That's an incredible number. I think the scary part is, like, when you watch these games now, and it's fun, like, tuning into Orlando Magic games because it's entertaining and they're a winning team, it's like, I still think you look at him and you're like, oh, he's got, like, two, three levels still to go. Yeah. I mean, he's still so young. I mean, we're yeah. talking about sophomores here. Like, yeah. guys that have played – how many games has he played? 100 games, basically, mm-hmm. in his NBA yep. career. So, like, that's 90. really cool to think, holy crap, he's just going to get better and better. But I have him at number one. So, again, I'll hit you with my top seven sophomores this season. It was tough at number seven and six, but I got Benedict Matherin. I got Dyson Daniels. I got Christian Brown. Mark Williams. Jabari Smith Jr. Jalen Williams. The J-Dub variety. The wing variety in OKC. And then Paolo Bancaro. Most surprising omission. When I did my seven there task, you didn't know who I was going to have on that list. Who are you uh, most surprised that I didn't? I do believe it's Jeremy Sohan of the San okay, Antonio okay. Pacer, uh, Spurs. I think they have thrown him into a point guard spot that that's not his, uh, just doesn't fit right for no, Jeremy They haven't Sohan. done him any favors with that. That's no. sort of why I left him off. That's fair. Yeah. That's totally fair. Um, I think Tari Eason has been yeah. solid uh, with the Rockets, although the numbers aren't spectacularly better. And uh, some some things that are weirding me out, Jay Nivey and what's happening in Detroit, he's got to be better. Um, Nikola Jovic with the Heat, I'm surprised he's not yeah. a little bit better. A.J. Griffin here in Atlanta, we watched him in his first season. We thought this guy is going to be part of the NBA rotations forever. And Quinn Snyder said, nah, I'm pulling you out. Yeah, I'm kind of confused by all that. And they'll probably be making deals. He's got to be part of a rotation at some point. Uh, but guys like Marjan Bochamp are okay as well. But you I mean, see, be we are better. listing. We're when I deep. was doing this last night, I was like, "There's a lot of good guys. Yeah, there are not a lot of like elite guys or guys that I feel could turn into that. Yeah, like oh, a no, lot sure. of these guys we just named, good, solid. That's why it was difficult when I was doing seven, six, five on this list. I'm like, I don't know, like, <laughs> sure, Kessler, sure, Duran, Sohan, uh, you know, Ivy, even though he's been bad, like Keegan Murray is the one I said right off the top. He's just not played well. He can't. He just. I like what I've seen defensively from him. I talked a lot about that through a lot of shows. Like I like that he's like turning into a bit, a bit better defensive player. But yeah. he just has struggled. He can't hit the three at all. I think he's sub forty percent from the floor. He'll be on this list as it goes on. I'm sure. But yeah. Yeah, watching him at summer league and how he was supposed to help out De'Aaron Fox be a creator on that team. I, I wondered, you know, if I am, do do I have scout? ability here do i am am i am i that good at watching the game because he he looked like he could but he was just sort of slow into those things getting into all those motions so i expect him to get to there at some point he will he will he plays a ton like he plays like almost the most minutes of all the sophomores it's sharp j-dub paolo and keegan murray he Mm. plays 33 minutes a game but like again i want to illustrate how poorly he's played shot the ball 39 percent from the floor and then 28 percent 29 percent if you want to round up yeah. from three that's i mean this is very very bad yeah so for he's a not, guy that we know can shoot yeah exactly yeah. so he's not on this list because of those percentages because yeah. he's not efficient but i think he can be the complimentary guy to be that secondary ball handler they're trying to figure things out with him and, and herder to support De'Aaron fox as the the ball handlers on that team but he is very good and yeah i thought marshawn beauchamp would be flying in milwaukee just hitting yeah, shots but, but it, that percentage is pretty similar to his three-point percentage it ain't right it's not right but you're right this team this group is good good the good yes i mean really my biggest takeaway was going like holy crap the thunder got jalen williams and chet holmgren in this same draft mm-hmm. like that's pretty it looks amazing uh other honorable mentions if you want to play that game you know andrew nemhard he contributes for the Pacers. He plays. David the Body Roddy, sure. Malachi Branham. <laughs> yeah. Ochai Abaji. You know, you said Tari Eason. You start to run out of names here. Jaden Hardy. Like, it's all good players. Mm-hmm. It's all good players, and then there's Johnny Davis. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, Johnny. Uh, there it is. Top yeah. seven. I feel icky after doing that. Why? I just thought it was going to be a little more exciting when I was like getting ready to dig into it. I'm like, yeah, great tweet, Slam. Let's let's look at those softs. Let's do a deep dive. And then it was just a bunch of, man, I should have made this a top three. It could have been over in five minutes. Yeah, you're talking about 
the best sophomores. And are you talking about any potential all stars here? Paulo Banchero. It's Paulo. Pa- that's this year. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, Jalen uh, Williams has been good. Jabari Smith has been very good. But that's w- yeah, we're talking about a, a whole group of guys. Jalen Williams. I saw him while we were uh, eating at in Las Vegas. Do you remember that? He was hanging out by himself, oh. sort of. He was just chilling by himself, waiting for a meal. Come on, make a meal. Let's do this. I like how he wasn't waiting in his hotel room. but he Was, was he there. in a, like a lobby restaurant, you mean? Or where no, did you no, see no. Him? That um, sort of like a food court type oh, thing. Oh, like that fancy food court. Was it that area? No, it was a night one. It was in oh. that other, that other was like a Saturday night, first weekend. Um, Go on. I really want to get this. What was he eating? Was Cosmo? The Cosmo food court there? <laughs> yeah, the Cosmo food court yeah, where yeah. we had uh, where secret pizza is around the corner and oh, I know. that it this... up there, that second level. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we were having a table battle trying to get an mm. open table. Oh yes, yeah. oh there. yeah. There's was... all those like picnic uh, table sort of setups. Mm. Yeah, communal yeah. seating. Yeah, I remember okay. Taz pointing him out actually. <laughs> yeah. well, you remember what he was eating? No, I don't. Uh, he, had a, he had a hoodie on. It was next to the fried chicken place. Oh yeah, we had that. The way that we were eating. Yeah, yeah. yeah so really I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm there was a was there a ramen clear. shop up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I can picture it now. Yeah, but I can't picture him. Man, I wish I could. Yeah, he noticed us because we noticed him. <laughs> hey, look, and he and I guess he was waiting for one of us to come over and bother him. Do you think it's possible J Dub is having this exact conversation with some members of the Thunder right now, going, "Yeah, I saw those no dunky guys. I think it was the Cosmo. I think they were having fried chicken. Uh, there was the guy with the beard, tall guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe I had my hood up, so." I was telling them, don't come over. Oh, but yeah. one of them was looking at me. He looked like he was ready to <laughs> come over. There's one that looked a little, I don't know, Greek-Canadian, I want to say. He wouldn't stop looking at me. Um, all right, so there's the top seven sophomores. Tell us who we missed. What are you upset about? I know you're upset about something. Who did I omit that you must troll me with? I love it. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for those warm summer days. Pool season's coming soon, so I've been hitting the weights with Peloton and my guy Adrian Williams trying to get my muscle on in order to expand my cannonball splash radius. Peloton's varying class lengths were designed with your training plan in mind. It's easy to personalize your workout. Whether you'd like to add a 10-minute core session at the end of your strength class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you already excel in. And their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Shout out to Adriana Aditi, Andy, and Emma. I love you all so much. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. I gotta get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute, but man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch! We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of NoDunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. Uh, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of 
read of the night. Wow. Twitter. If you didn't like that segment, we make up for it right <laughs> here. This tweet from the Orlando Magic, just a bunch of people dancing around to their own song. Oh, it's yeah. Magic. Yeah, they have it's a theme the song. Magic. Now, it's a tweet. It's a bunch of people with wigs on um, <laughs> dancing around to magic. That is a song you can put on in your car or you can put it on your iPod. and Or iPod. People listen to iPods? <laughs> what? Sure. Uh, just put it in your headphones. Right. You could be you could be grooving with that for so this is a real song. Yeah, so. magic. It's not not it's not as good as the uh, Sixers song that they play, but I like that one. Was this like uh, this was a song from when they like created the team? This is like the nineties. Uh, <laughs> feels like it. Yeah, feels like it. Yeah. I did see. Uh, man, I should have grabbed it. Would have went paired nicely with your tweet. Um, because of the Spotify wraps going mm. around that everybody was sharing, I saw the magic shared this song title, Orlando Magic theme song, yeah. was like your most played song or something. It oh. said like eight times or something for the eight wins. Yeah. Something along mm. that line. Funny stuff. They are funny and they're good on the tweets. They are. You know, don't you like to see a team that struggled for a while have some success and you just see the social media team get to spread their wings? You know, because you can't do it as much as you'd like to as a crappy team. Oh no! Like think about the Kings last mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. when we were lighting the beam, and you know they were firing off their tweets. It's a little more fun when you're winning a bunch of games. Oh yeah! So uh, now the Pistons, or sorry, the uh, not the Pistons, the Magic are having their moment. Yeah, and they picked a, a, a good video. I have no idea if those people know <laughs> what the Orlando Magic song is. I assume they don't. <laughs> I don't. Think I so. assume that there's a huge disconnect <laughs> there. But they picked the right video clip of people in wigs, yeah, uh, grooving. Yeah. Why? Why? What are they doing? What are those people doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's almost like you would have saved that. I would have saved that dancing clip to put the music over when we beat the Sixers. Right. They had like a, what were they like? Like a founding fathers sort of That's vibe. what I was yeah. picking up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I was struggling to see the link to um, yeah. the Wizards. Those weren't Wizards. Yeah, maybe. They couldn't find like a Comic-Con clip where a bunch of wizards are dancing maybe there's a political connection with washington dc old men in in wigs you know that had that wore wigs (laughs) way back in the day for a political meeting um so that was weird yeah yeah a wizard's dancing clip would have been like the gandalf at the rave you know that clip Gandalf that would have been perfect yes that's perfect we're doing, but you know what we've been doing this for what 25 years now like the, the, these are kids who work in a <laughs> in a social media department you think these are kids that have never seen lord of the rings well they've never seen that clip <laughs> come on really oh, their whole know. job is being online well knowing the memes okay maybe we should pump the brakes on the compliments a little You're like right. step up it, your I game take it guys. back take it back it's oh. not tweet of the night <laughs> <laughs> Part of these social jobs is just to play the same thing. Play the I, hits? No, just play, play it again. They'll play it against the 76ers. They can just... Oh, uh, I see, I see. Yeah, what's wrong? So, yeah, you're, they, so they're, they're trying to, to make this a thing then? Yes, exactly. It'll be a yeah. thing. It'll okay. be a thing. Why the heck not? Uh, I mean, uh, there is a team in the NBA called the Wizards, so maybe not. Here you go. Like, here you go. Okay. If yeah, the Orlando Magic social media team have the guts to do this... I will applaud them here on the show. Next Magic win, it's coming up against the Wizards. Oh, maybe that's why they're doing. They're saving the Gandalf rave clip for when they go back to back. (laughs) But if they don't want to use that clip, they should take the clip of us as the starters in our jackets, in our zip-up jackets, in the studio, dancing for eight minutes, Mm -hmm. put the Orlando Magic theme song to that, send it out to the world, tag us. There you go. Yep. Do you have the guts to do it? <laughs> do we move fast enough? Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Well, yes. yes. First of all, yes, that music do. works with We've everything. Got a groove. Yeah. You, can, you can also speed up and slow down video. Come on. This is a social media yeah. thing. They're, they're able to do it. We're brainstorming. The technology exists. <laughs> all right. What a, wild, what a wild, uh, wild ending to this one. Uh, we're getting a little loopy here at the end of the week. That's okay. We'll be back tomorrow with the Drop Podcast. Can't wait to take another Uber ride in. (laughs) 
I'm, I apologize for the F-bombs today. I was a little Mr. Temper Boy today, but, uh, you know. Just the nuisance of a dead yes. car battery. Yeah. And why... Why isn't... we Okay, everything we have nowadays tells us how much juice is left in it. That's right. We can't have that on our battery? Why not? What's the reasoning behind that? <laughs> big battery is holding us big back. Big battery is they holding us back. They want it to die. AC Delco. <laughs> What, that's what the battery that's is? That's what mine is. <laughs> wow. they want, AutoZone wants to get you there, and then they're going to read it to you. They're they want me to tell you. Yeah. Well, that's why there's a thing. So, like I said, jump-started the car yesterday. Then I had the debate. Do I take it in and get them to test it? And we came to the conclusion, I'm going to take it in. Yeah. They're going to test it. And all their little meter says is, yep, needs a new battery. Right. That's all it says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no matter how much right. the juice is in that it's battery. It's actually a sticker. It's not a me- That's meter. That's it. Yeah. So it's like, uh, I mean, I should have done it. I regret it now. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I look forward to that new AC Delco. Oh, you're going to go Delco again? This thing hasn't even lasted three years. Oh, it's four years. Uh, three to five years. That's the window they're telling me on these okay. AC Delcos. They're going to try and upsell me. Watch. You want the platinum? Another forty bucks extra. I think there's like a platinum version. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's got longer warranty. Yeah, do or something. it. Just do it. Do it. Yeah. That's a sucker. That's a sucker move. Oh come on. This is like uh, that. You're the sucker that pays for the uh, high speed internet in the uh, hotel. It's the exact same. Uh, no, I'm not that. I don't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you remember that Zach Lowe rant? That was a good Zach Lowe rant. Yeah. Uh, all right, I will. Uh, I'll let you know how the battery goes on tomorrow's drop podcast, and we will probably be looking at um, some early, very early front runners when it comes to all the awards. So if you have a take on that, drop them in the comments. Tweet at us at No Dunk Sync. We will see you tomorrow. Until then, Clipper Bros. Sorry, I thought. Uh, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Oh, hold on. You thought I was going to say. Late. Well, yeah. Now it's too late. But join us for uh, No Buffs, the Survivor <laughs> podcast at yeah. 1 p.m. Eastern today. <laughs> Unless I just cancel it, go home, and <laughs> kick my car battery. Ah, uh, Clipper Bros. <laughs> you heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, we will be tweeting the Orlando Magic, our video of us dancing, <laughs> as a suggestion to the social team. Oh, we're going to give it to them. Now, I say past tense, or sorry, I say future. We will tweet it because I tried to tweet it now, but it's too long a dance. It's seven minutes and 40 seconds of us dancing it's too long so we gotta cut that we, no no there's a we have to there's a twitter version we have out there like i don't know if we could find it oh sure yeah we'll just well, uh, I can just we'll, cut we'll this we'll just uh, tag them <laughs> so you know we will be tweeting <laughs> praise the day people